Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. We're on 93.5 WTVQ and I'm here with my pal, Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, um, licensed in New York and New Jersey. So Grace, how's everything going? It's super crazy. (laughs) Super crazy, huh? (laughs) It is. It's crazy and... um, you know, I'm just I'm starting to get a little worn out. I think. Yeah, I was I was having that. I took uh, I took a month off of answering my Zillow calls. I'm not even kidding. There's, There's four, just too many four hundred dollars out the out the window. But I was just done. I was like, I can't I can't pick up the phone anymore. I need to just work through where I'm at right now. Yeah, and there's only so many hours in a day, and yeah. you can only. Um, you know, work so many of them before you like crash and burn, right? Correct. So, you know, and we all have families and I other know. obligations besides work. And, you know, we do work a lot. You know, the, the regular 40 hour a week for us is like not realistic. Right. It's not a, right. Not a, not really a real. And I see you're reality. wearing your Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty I, uh, pink shirt for breast cancer awareness. We are raising money for that. We are raising money for that. And normally we do the walk for that. I don't think that we're doing the walk this week or this this year, though. No. Um, so. Um, that, that being said, it is, you know, our, our annual favorite, favorite office event to raise money for. Um, so other than that, I wanted to say to you, we were able to sneak away last weekend with the RV and, Uh, you know, I think I saw some stuff on, um, on Facebook. Ah, yes, I did. I did post our sneak away post and it was, uh, it was really, it was really nice to just fish with the kids and do a little walking around and we played some tennis and um so it was it was really it was fun it was it, it was fun but it was rejuvenating right that, that's so you have to do need. that right and that's what i and now i'm back at it full bore and um i feel <laughs> a little refreshed right so we um, actually have a a question this may have actually i don't was oh, this from this morning that came up on um text message for us that ah. says uh is the color red still considered a good color to paint a front door when selling a house if not what are the hot colors so you know it's so interesting um i was laughing as i look around my cul-de-sac three people have recently painted their front doors and they each picked a different color okay um so i will tell you that um one went uh match their shutters with um like a like a slate blue mm-hmm. um one went with a like lime green and one went with a robin's egg, uh, robin's nest blue, uh, right. and it's just fun to be looking around and see and the different colors. That. Correct, and I feel like I've always wanted to do mine like a burnt orange, burnt red, mm-hmm. um, and Mike is not on board with my plan. Well, I I think it depends on the color of the house, right? You know whether you paint your door red. Like if you have a classic white house with black shutters, the red door pops it makes it look beautiful yeah. it's very very classic color mm-hmm. uh, so that would work for sure i'm noticing a lot of uh the the tan houses that mm-hmm. were were built are doing um i actually had a red door and i painted it to a like a, a dark like um it's almost black but not right. black it's gray like it's sort of like a wrought iron char- charcoal color yep. sort of like I that s- and i see it that looks, as well i think it looks fabulous i actually painted some of the inside of mm-hmm. my doors that color too 
and that looks really good. But I mean, it depends on what color scheme you're doing in your right. house. Like but, you don't want to paint a, your door red if you have like a tan house. It might look a little bit. I don't know. It depends. It really depends on what, what, what's going on around the house. Correct. But I do believe that a, a, a freshly painted. Right. But but a door with some color adds pop to your house yes. for sure. Curb appeal right. um, in, in all different ways. My biggest challenge for me about painting the doors, I have a screen on my like screen door on the front. Mm-hmm. And so do I paint the screen door as well? It's like it, it becomes a can That's, of worms. I haven't well, figured out the answer. Uh, to. Let me just tell you something about screen doors. We my husband and I were putting up a screen door. Right. For in our. At, it, we it was May. And we went to Row Brothers yep. to order the door. We yep. knew what we wanted. We wanted a color because we wanted it to match the color of the door. Right. So it was graphite, the color mm-hmm. that we ordered. It came in three weeks. It was the wrong door. It was Ugh. white. And it was had nothing to do with Row Brothers. They ordered it correctly. It right. was Larson, the company that did it. And then it, I didn't get the door until like a month ago. I just yeah. got the door. I mean, like the summer was practically over. It was the middle of August when we got the door. Right. And I'm like, I kept saying, all right, we won't even need the screen door anymore, but it is really, um, all of the uh, building supplies, all those things are so backed up. But yeah, I yeah. think I, I like the idea of painting it the same color as the, the door. Right. That's my preference. So, the, right, and I, I think it looks, you know, for me, it's like, wh- why bother painting the door if you can't even see it? Because your screen door is not similar. Um, right. Th- that being said, today <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about um, some some different things by generation, maybe. Things, but yeah. yeah, we had, it's like a hodgepodge show. We're going to talk about um, some things uh, to consider when you're buying a home generation by generation, right? We're mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, if you're... What you know at both ends of that spectrum, if you're older, how you can age in place at your home, some things you can do or help your parents do to get their home, you know, prepared or, um, you know, more um, just ready for them to yeah, be just in ready, there, correct? Like, and then vice versa at the other end, if you have uh, expecting a baby, right, things you can do around the home that way to prepare it. Um, and then I think when we uh, when we really dig in, our first little topic is going to be. Um, especially this time of year, we have a lot of people coming up from the city for apples or pumpkins or fall fests or whatever. Oh my else. gosh, I did something fall like that yesterday, yeah. and there was a lot of people there. Correct, and so we're going to talk about um, things to consider when you're moving from the city to the country. Is is moving to a small town um, the right thing? The for right you? thing for you, or at least things to consider, like what what are some of the lifestyle differences in those two things? Uh, but let's talk for a moment about. Um, how crazy Warwick was this weekend. Holy cow. I didn't actually go through the village at all this weekend. I tried to stay away because it's typically, you know, insane. I went to the Wright family farm out on Kings Highway with my nieces and my nephew, and we did pumpkin picking. Yep. And, um, there were some local people there, always, but there was all, but there was all, there was a lot of people from out of the area too. Saw a lot, a lot of New Jersey license plates there, mm-hmm. and uh, they, you know, they they've got a. I guess this is when they make their money too over yeah. there. They, you know, we they have donkeys there, and they had um, goats and um, pedal go karts, which were kind of fun. I even went on them myself. I love the pedal go karts. My kids love the. Um, 
the big like the two railroad tracks that have the big cylinder the, that you can roll cylinder. back and forth on uh, that <laughs> the is hamster our, wheel the hamster wheel that's their favorite thing uh you know even now they're they're 11 and 13 and we, when we go we go there for christmas as uh, where we get our tree every year mm-hmm. and uh, without without fail in their hats and their winter coats we're out there in the hamster in the wheel. hamster wheel it's cute so <laughs> yeah we i came home with 138 pounds of pumpkin what <laughs> I, Isn't that nuts? <laughs> my my brother actually had 168 pounds or something like that. It was so insane. you guys bought 300 pounds of pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even counting. I don't even know how many pounds my sister had because she was there too. So <laughs> the kids were just like loading. You know that you go out on the um like a hay wagon, right? And they take you out there, and you know you, they drop you off, and then they're little like. Uh, wheelbarrows to right. fill up your, you with your pumpkins and i said to my daughter i just want two pumpkins for jack-o'-lanterns and she was she's 22 she was just like bringing these warty pup, pumpkins she's like these are cool here's a yellow one right. there's a green one and we, we ended up with six we need to get one for grandma so we ended up with six pumpkins but they were huge <laughs> and when we went on the scale and they were like it's 138 pounds i'm like do you take off for the um wagon right <laughs> <laughs> but they had already taken off yes, on the wagon. Of course. <laughs> so. That's right. If ShopRite is required to take off for the plastic bag you put your vegetables in, they are going to be required to take off for the wagon. So we, yeah, we came home with a lot of pumpkins. And, I, you know, I, it was just crazy. My ne- my niece and nephew, my brother's kids, they just were piling the pumpkins in to the, into the, and my brother's like, do you really want all those pumpkins? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But we have to take a break. Yeah, already. I know. It's and amazing. then we'll be right back and we'll talk about generational real estate. I love that. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, this is Michael Newhart, Mayor of the Village of Warwick, inviting you to tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to Village Life and learn about the village happenings. Call and share your ideas, comments, and suggestions, and be part of the show with me and Mary Kalora. Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, here today with Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. And uh, yeah, so we were pumpkins. Pumpkins, yeah, yes. We'll, we'll get past that. We're gonna move past point. the pumpkins. But you know, why don't we talk a little bit about, um, you know, small town living, right? A lot of people 
um, that we've been working with are coming up from the five boroughs. And, you know, um, even though in the city, you kind of your neighborhood is like your village or your town, right? And there you walk to things and you have your favorite haunts. You also have access to um, to the whole city, right? To everything. Right, mass transit. Right. Um, when you come up here, things are things are a little different. And um, we found this uh, nice little article that kind of talks about things to consider before moving to a small town. Um, you know, I laugh and I think we've probably said this before, but when I'm working with people that are coming out of the city, um, they fall into two types. One, one, I want to be right in the village and walk to everything, right? And then the other is, I want seven acres of land and no neighbors, right? So <laughs> until until it, they hear the first bullfrog and they don't know what it is, <laughs> or they or they learn how long it takes to mow a lawn, right? Right. So um, it's it's an interesting conversation. You know, part of part of what we do is really listen to what our clients are saying, but then also listen to what they're not saying, mm-hmm. right? And and help them. Um, understand the big picture of of what we should be looking for right and mm-hmm. what they like uh, you know i've had it happen more than once where i've had the client who wants the privacy in the yard last a year and a half and say nope i got to go to the village sell this thing find me a village house because it's such a a different style of living and sometimes you have a you know um a married couple that one wants one thing mm-hmm. and the other wants something completely different mm-hmm. and now you have to try to find you know something that suits both of them because i find there are there may be one that says uh this is the middle of nowhere and the other one is like this is great all this nature but they're really not even listening to each other. no not at all correct it's the the excitement of the of the shopping sometimes um takes over your ability to think clearly through what you really want Mm -hmm. so some of some of the things that come up um in this are they make perfect sense right so Mm -hmm. one of the things is the cost of living here versus a city is going to be a little lower Mm -hmm. right Um, sure the cost like the cost to of cost of entry i guess that's what they call it right cost of a apartment in one of the five boroughs versus the cost of a house up here it's going to be less um you know that being said even though it's less, our taxes may be higher, right? You got to look at, you know, at, at overall picture of what that is. You're going to have to probably have a car. That's exactly right. That's one of the, that one of the things they expense. say. It's an expensive car. Most the insurance. people in the city don't, you know, maybe they may have one car, but now when they move here, they may need two cars or they may not even have any car. Right. I have clients that rent a car when they come, come up and house hunt with me and then you know, they'll say, okay, when, next time we get like five or six houses we want to see, we'll rent a car again and come up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there have been times where I've had people who think they can move into the village here and not have a car. Well, I'll be able to walk to everything. But no, that, you won't. That's not, even in, even in the village, you may be able to walk to the school, right? But we don't have a real shopping center you can walk to. And, and we have like Orange Transit can get you around a little bit, but not a lot of it, right? You still gonna need a car mm-hmm. you'll need a car for sure you can't get to the motor vehicle without one <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need to go if you didn't No, but you need car. that for for like say you're gonna get your passport or you want to do anything you want to do you have to go to it right that's true um and that is another thing i laugh um so i grew up um down in jersey where everything that you could possibly need was within five minutes right mm-hmm. everything was five minutes away until i so, got here in eighth grade and that, that was a sh- sh- that's sh- correct and so i tell people up here everything is 20 minutes away it doesn't matter what it is how long is it going to it's going to be 20, 20 minutes. minutes at least <laughs> 
20 minutes in every direction you can find something that's correct so uh i laugh about that and they do talk about one of the things in here is the pace of life right the pace of life is small is a little slower um and it is a lot to do with how long it takes you to get places um and you know the hustle and bustle we don't have the transit we don't have the big office buildings we don't right there's not that constant go 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 it's more like a get there and relax atmosphere mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um Another thing to really think about, and this is a huge consideration for people, um, has to do with their jobs, right? Mm -hmm. um, people around here do choose to commute to the city. We all know that there's been a lot more opportunity to work from home over these past six months. Sure, which is changing everything for us as far as real estate and prices and Yep, and what people are looking for in their homes yep. as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that being said, no one knows what's gonna happen two or three years no. from now with that, does that trend Nobody reverse? Nobody knows what's gonna happen six months from That's now. That's right, does that trend reverse itself um, or not, right? So knowing what kind of opportunities for employment there are where you're going is really important. Mm -hmm. um, I've had plenty of people who say, oh no, I can. this commute is gonna be fine for me. Um, and you know, I, a year later, I know that they're looking for jobs and you know, I'll get the text, hey, do you know anyone who does this? I, you know, I'm tired of the commute um, because it does wear on you. Mm -hmm. So, it certainly does. Um, that's definitely something to think about is um, not only your current employment, um, can you commute it? How long is that going to be comfortable for you to do? Um, but if you do decide you want something local, um, is there something in your industry that's that's up here? Or is there something industry adjacent that you can kind of tack to? Um, which, um, you know, Orange County has so many opportunities these days. Um, you know, it's just a matter of keeping your eye open for it and, um, you know, moving you know, moving in that direction, making that making that leap. Um, and, you know, I will say someone who worked worked in Manhattan for years before moving up here, um, I certainly was able to create my own opportunities. Um, you know, but there is also that we talked about the cost of living being less here. But you're you know, the money you make is also less here That's than sure. in the city, right? It's mm -hmm. it's a lifestyle change. Um, and it's a choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next thing here you, is, let's see, let's see. I have one here that says, ah, less traffic and plenty of parking. I, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed when I read that mostly because we're in a height of our season. So no parking. There's no parking right now. Tons of traffic. Our office is always a disaster. I mean, I, Friday I came into town, uh, or Thursday, I think it was Thursday. I came into town on Thursday to get, to get my hair right. cut. And I was gonna park in our parking lot. Yeah. There was like no spaces. I'm like, what's no. going on? Cause I know they're not all, these people are not in our office cause they all had New Jersey plates. Right, and our office is not- it's We're not really open. It's open. You can come in there- With an asterisk, right? It's kind of open. You can meet your agent there, but they're gonna rush you out the door. Yeah, we can't sit around and chat in there. They're, you know, We need to get in and out, in and out. That's correct. Although I will say it, there is, it, other, than, other than October, late September to late October, um, our traffic is just fine and we do have reasonable parking. <laughs> yeah, on the weekend, it, it always gets a little, little yeah, bit sketchy course. and, you know, but it, it's not so bad, but that's just right in the heart of the village. Everybody else has a driveway, right? Like uh, you don't have to drive around the block looking for a parking space correct. because you, you have, have a driveway. <laughs> right, exactly. And if, right, and if you are coming into town, a lot of times you'll have a friend who has a driveway. That's right. Um, so here's one that I think is really interesting and should be discussed. Services and amenities may be limited. And what does that really mean? Um, services, we're gonna talk about like high-speed internet, right? Your cell phone service. Um, you know, 
a lot of times we walk around with our cell phones at, at when we're looking at homes just to see what kind of service is available. Um, sometimes a company you have in the city does not really have strong, good coverage here, and you are going to have to change your provider. And, and even then, we have real dead spots up here where no mm-hmm. no service provider really hits it. So every time you go to Goshen, by that quarry, yep. by Houston Road, yep. <laughs> there's no service there, yep. right? Right. And, you know, I know some up, parts in Pine Island, right up near Glenmere. If you're going down Route 1, you drop. So I know that I know where those spots are because I'm on, you know, chatting with whomever while I'm driving um, yeah, around. All always day long. On the phone, right. and it's always like this. OK, I'm going to drop you, but I'm going to call you right back. <laughs> <laughs> so, the high speed um, Internet, though, is an issue for some people. It is. And it's frustrating, especially right now with everyone like there's. It has used, to do with the bandwidth, right? Right. I'm not it used a, to not be the problem. It is because we weren't we weren't as reliant on our internet service, right? Mm-hmm. So I can tell you that I'm in Sugarloaf. I had fine service until you know four months ago when everybody needed to be on all the time. All of a sudden, I was dropping like crazy, and I can tell you I've been working with um, with Cablevision for months now. And just the other day, they did something that that fixed most of my problems. Really? But let me tell you, it started with coming, I, I, for two, yeah, really for two years, I've had people coming for on and off spottiness, but then it got to the point where it was just every day, I was dropping five to 10 times. It was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So they started in the house, they replaced the line from you know the outside of my house, from like the box to the house. They replaced the line from the house outside to the house to my router. Um, then they replaced the, like in that, kind of green thing that's outside your house. They replaced the port. Um, then they had a line service guy come and trace from where fiber optic hits down in Sugarloaf itself, trace the line oh, and gosh. each and each amplifier um, until it got to the house. And um, they replaced a piece of 25-year-old equipment on my cul-de-sac. And then I finally got good service. 25 years. I mean, the yep. difference in what has happened in 25 years that, that, I, that they should have started with that they I, wasted a lot of time a lot, a lot of a lot of angry phone calls and because you know every time you call in they think that they think it's you it's ne- it's never them right and you have to explain i'm like i'm like listen i need the guy who's outside i don't everything's been fixed in my house i need the guy that's we're just going to send you a packet of information over the over the lines i'm like don't send me another packet i don't need another packet i've had so many packets i need a guy <laughs> Anyway, it's frustrating. And and that's something you have to think about. And I, you know, listen, I, I I don't think we're the only ones that have problems because even in the city, they do. We see a doctor in the city and there's been days where I can't get through to him on the phone. And I'm like, why is nobody answering this phone? Right. And then when finally they're answering the phone or, you know, they're like, oh, our internet was down for like three hours. (laughs) So it it happens happens there too. I mean, they're on, you know, right in the downtown near Times Square. So it, it it's it's everywhere. And yeah. when the more people are using it, that's when these issues occur with the dropping, uh, I think, too, right? Oh, for sure. And every kid it, from March till, you know, the end of the school year was on, they had to be on the internet, right? Right, well, for school, and then, you know, they, nobody Work. was able to go anywhere. And so the gaming, I'm sure, has gone, uh, you know, completely insane. I know in my house it is. It's like, it's like my kids have forgotten what to do when they don't have access to a computer. Well, luckily, I don't have uh, small children or yeah. young young teenage kids in my house anymore that do game. My son used to do that all the time. Like I, I could remember waking up and hearing him on 
at like midnight. I'm like, it's a school night. And then the other person saying to him, don't w- tell your mom it's going to be a snow day. Right. I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> well, it was one of my husband's friends he's pet playing with, like a grown man. I'm like, this is crazy. But I understand how that yeah. that works. Um, by the way, just to wrap this up. So when we come back from our next break, we'll we'll move on to another topic. But one of the other things is you'll have more space. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something everyone looks forward to. Yeah, um, I think that's a big thing right now. People yeah. just need more space after being cooped up into the house. Yep, and something that I love about being up here is there. It, you know your neighbors. You 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 run into the same people over and over again, and you really have a strong sense of community in a in a smaller village. It's um, it's really something special. And when I think about why I love living here, um, it is that you really know people when you're mm-hmm. out and about in the community, you you see the same people, you say hello, you you check in, you chit chat, you, you know, whether you're at a restaurant or the soccer field or, um, you know, sometimes just the su- the supermarket, you, there's no way you don't run into three or four people that you know. And um, no. and that, that has a special feel, right? It, it does, makes, it makes because it you feel, feel like, like you're part of something yeah. when you know everybody around you and you know, like your local um, representatives, like say, say, for instance, Steve Newhouse, right. he's here. We see him every week when we come in for here. For sure. Um, you know, we if we had an issue, we could talk to him, and it's that's the sort of thing that you you get when you're in that in this kind of a community for sure. So, um, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about some generational uh, considerations. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. Hi, this is Taylor. Have your second cup of coffee with me every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Learn the latest in news, gossip, health, entertainment, and of course, all about animals. Radio worth listening to. WTBQ Well, getting into a bit more of an active weather pattern these next couple of days. At least for today, though, it's mostly dry. Clouds mixing with sun at times. Any shower risks are very isolated. Highs in the upper 70s. For tonight, some drizzle or fog overnight. Cloudy, low 60s. Tuesday will feature more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-70s, but that rain a little more widespread. Could be heavy at times for Tuesday night into early on Wednesday before we clear out late day, cooling off in the 60s. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist Chris Castellano. 
Hello, we are back with The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, and I'm here with Christine Koenig. And we were, we're going to start to talk about generational um, real estate. Yeah. And uh, um, it's going to rain, though. Like, are you excited? We haven't had rain in a while. I know. I'm excited because everything's dusty. <laughs> And it'll clean. It really is. Everything is so dusty, and it, it'll just give us a clean. Everything will get cleaned. So I'm happy about that. All right. <laughs> so let's talk for a moment. Um, one of the things that we were, uh, you know, that we found a little information on um, are mistakes homebuyers make by generation. And I thought this was super interesting, right? Because we a lot of times we talk about people's needs by age and how they change, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think we really take a moment to say, you know. What do people get wrong, you know, age group by age group? Um, or at least when I say get wrong, make sure you're thinking about it. Like think it through, um, you know, for the people in their 20s. First of all, if you're in your 20s and buying a home, congratulations. I love that for you. It's the right thing to be doing. Yeah, it, it's a great time to start start building your your, you know, your personal net net worth. It's it's the it is the joy of of buying right instead of paying rent and paying someone else's mortgage. You know, it's not that it's cheaper necessarily to own a home, but you're in the end, you're building your own net worth. You're building your own safety net. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was in my 20s when I bought my first condo and a condo is an easy way to start. Um, you know, they're usually usually a lower price point or you mm-hmm. can find one that's a lower price point. There's not so much maintenance. It's not overwhelming. And yet you get your foot in the door. I, I was in my 20s when I bought my first home and it was a fixer upper. Yeah. It was a scary fixer-upper, but um, we fixed it up. That's, that's what you do. That's right. You... And then, you, right, you sold it, and voila, net worth. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I was able to take the proceeds from that and, and buy land so that I could build the house that I still live in today. Look at that. Yeah. I love that so, for you. Yeah. It, it, it's a, if you can do it, right now there's so many uh, different mortgage opportunities mm-hmm. for people but maybe there's certain ones that you don't necessarily want to use in this case right that's correct and they say one of the mistakes that people in their 20s may get wrong is they pick the wrong kind of mortgage right because mm-hmm. they're so focused on that that monthly number right that maybe they're looking at an adjustable rate mortgage which really per month feels like less but over the long term is a much more volatile loan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you may have an adjustable rate for three years or five years, but the end of that time, that rate is adjustable to market conditions. We so, don't know what's going to correct. be right now. The interest rates are so low. We're so low right now that there's there's no reason to jeopardize um, what is the lowest rates in history for mm-hmm. getting, getting a loan. Um, so, you know, you want to lock at this point in time, if you're in your 20s, you want to lock that loan at the lowest rate you can for as long as it's possible. So it can't possibly stay like this. No, um, I mean I don't think it can. No. But I've said that before. Right, but you know th- but this th- is it, it will come back up right right now. But right now it's part of a stabilizing factor of the economy, and so there's a big push, um, you know, politically to keep it keep it there. And so great, good for, good for us and anyone looking to buy right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next um, the next group of people we're going to talk about are the 30s, right? People in their 30s. And here this says when you're home shopping, um, you want to consider all potential future needs, right? Right now, uh, by the way, I, I failed this 
this lesson. Because um, you bought in, the condo? No, this one here I failed when I bought one bedroom in Greenwood Lake. And then oh, I had okay. a baby a year later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this says when you're shopping for home, you should consider um, big life events, right? Are you planning to get married? Do you think you might want to have a family, right? You don't want to make what should be a long-term investment um, based on where you are this second, when you know, or if you know, you have different desires long-term, right? So if you're, you know, approaching your 30s or in your 30s, you know, do you want that one bedroom house or condo? Do you want, um, or, you know, should you be looking maybe for something with three bedrooms? Um, something with maybe a yard or um, a, a school district, right? I think would be an important thing to maybe consider when you're buying, because if you're buying, a, you know, a condo, maybe in a school district that you think is less desirable compared to something that might be better when you have kids, you should consider that. Right. So, cause um, you don't know, you just don't know. That is correct. And so that is a big consideration in the thirties is, is, you know, I think when you're younger, you are making more short-term decisions, right. Mm -hmm. and, and that your brain is wired to do that. And you know, life is still so big in front of you and right. But when you start to get to your thirties, you're kind of honing in on, on what, you know, Who what you path, are, right. What path where you're going, be going down. So now we get to our forties and fifties, right. And in this time frame, um, we are talking is that our time frame. It is our time frame. This is us. <laughs> what, what are we doing wrong? Grace <laughs> <laughs> overestimating. We're overestimating Over, our we budget. Can afford, yeah. That's right. It's, you know, we can easily buy a house that, um, you know, long-term, maybe we can afford it today, but long-term is going to have carrying costs that outweigh our long-term, um, you taxes. know, incomes, right? Taxes keep going up. And so, you know, you want to think about, you want to, again, look a little bit more long-term and say, how long am I going to be in this house? Mm -hmm. And um, do I need all of this? Or um, can I afford all of this? Not just today, but in five years from now or in 10 years from now, as I start to move in a different direction. Um, mm -hmm. So now we're going to move into the 60s. Um, and here there's a conversation about falling in love with a vacation home, right? You're 60, you're getting ready to retire. You're thinking about moving down south, out west, um, you know, you want a home in the Rockies. You want to Florida, right? You want everybody right. goes to Florida, or North Carolina. Everybody south goes to Carolina. Florida, North Carolina. Now so, Tennessee. That's true. Tennessee's a big place for moving. Um, you know, so the question is, do you do you see that? Do you see if this vacation home is going to be your full time home? Right? Is that why? Is that your actual purpose for buying it or? Do you truly plan to own two homes and all the costs associated with two homes? Um, again, thinking about long-term, what happens in your next stage of life? And is that the right decision? Or, you know, or should you really just rent for the three months you want to be somewhere and then, uh, <laughs> you know, save yourself the, the stress? Hey, my parents did that. They, they bought a house in Florida and it just got to the point where they couldn't really, they couldn't really go there anymore. You know, and, and they ended up having to sell it. Right. But it's, it, it is a consideration. So. Well, you know, and I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting. My parents bought a vacation home when I was in first grade. Mm -hmm. With the that intention. That was probably the perfect time mm -hmm, to with, do it. Well, yes, but with the intention, um, they rented it out full time forever. They never really used it themselves. And when 
it got to the time where we had both graduated from high school and college and it was the perfect time for them to start to do that. Um, you know, so one of us started having kids and then they were never leaving their grandbabies. And then they sold. <laughs> so, you know, at least they were able to use it as an investment vehicle all that time. But that being said, you know, as life moves forward and things change, your priorities change sometimes. So mm -hmm. just something to, to keep in mind. Um, you know, and then by the way, I know that we both talked about having the vacation home with the, for us, with parents, uh, you know, how far away is that vacation home from family? Exactly. Because, you know, if you plan on staying there for any length of time and, you know, as you get older, you might need a little bit of, um, assistance from your family. Right. And if you're so far away, it's really hard for them to get to you. So that's something to think about. And we can talk about a little bit about that with, um, you know, older people who may need, you know, maybe buying a home or selling a home or you know, what their housing needs are right now. Yeah, I know that. Um, I think this is a, a good transition point for us because um, we're going to talk a little bit about home improvements and modifications for aging in place. Right. Yep. So one of the things that, you know, choices that people make, can they stay in the home they have as they get older? Do they need to downsize or find something on with just one floor, at least a first floor, you know, full bath and bedroom? There are so, so many things that start to come up. And it's um, a hard it's a hard uh, transition for uh, for seniors to make. Right. And and a lot of different kind of discussions that are you know hard for kids to bring up with their parents, hard for parents to talk through with their kids or even their significant other. Right. Um, so I know that. Um, you know, for my mom, we just sold her house, which was a mm -hmm. four-bedroom colonial. All the bedrooms were upstairs, the, the full bath. Um, and your mom's in great. She is. She's, you know, 70, she does great. 75 years old and, and, you know, very active, walking every day, playing bridge, right? She had, you know, her life has transitioned into being able to be more social with the people around her and... Um, she did not want the upkeep on the house. Like there was, there was no discussion with my mom about selling the house. She told, she told us that she didn't want to hold on to that. Not even for a minute. <laughs> Good for her. So, um, you know, and we were able to buy a condo for her and move her into the condo and she's loving it. It's closer mm -hmm. to like the, like she stayed in the town she's been in. It's, you know, but she's closer to all of, like what you would call the village here. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not really the village there, but it's where you know, quick check is and she can walk to the library now and like all the things that she's always wanted to to be have closer access to. So mm -hmm. she is thrilled um, and she's redecorated and um, well, it's a whole it's a whole new part time in her life. Yeah, exactly. and she's embracing it. Yeah. And that's a great thing that she's able to do that. Yep. Um, so some of the things here. Is she all on one level? Because that's she, an important thing. So um, it has. Maybe not this moment, but it might be in the, in the future. Right. So so the answer is um, it's it's one level, but it has a full basement. Um, however, the, the, the development has elevators from the basement to the first floor. So there's like um, out in the hallway, so to speak. I mean, it, you know, it, it's more, it's out exterior, but there's a, there's you can park in your garage you can walk through to like the, the exterior hallway where there's a common elevator up to the second level so if she ever couldn't walk up the stairs or you know she has knee, an elevator right, had knee replacement surgery or whatever right temporarily can't the, where the stairs were not the best option for her she does have an elevator that she can use and that was a big consideration for her um you know just looking at 
like her parents and some of the struggles they had, she's just like, I don't, I don't want that to be an issue for me. I don't want to have to move again. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we were, we were pretty careful at looking at things like accessibility into the apartment and stuff like that. But there's a, so there's a lot of things that we, that you have to consider when, um, when we're talking about seniors, but we're going to take another break and we'll finish it up when we come back. Sounds great. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show. Mondays at 10 a.m. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. WTVQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Gardens, hosting today with Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Sometimes I wish you guys could have like a video into how absurd my hand movements are while <laughs> while I'm talking because um, I talk with my hands all the time. And just because I'm on the radio doesn't mean that I'm not talking with my hands right now. <laughs> so um, it's... Uh, I can appreciate that. Yeah. When uh, I, I don't I, even notice it. On a, on, a, on a side note, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I did sales um, for printing for a long time before um, I did sales for real estate. And we had a retreat where we had like a, a salesperson come in and we spent three days honing all of our sales skills, right? And they did like at our closing evening um, dinner, they kind of did like these book titles, so to speak, for each person, right? Like something that was like happened that was funny or insightful or, you know, something about that person. So mine was, um, mine had something to do with the art of landing a plane while closing the deal <laughs> because of <laughs> all of all of the hand, the hand motions. motions. <laughs> You're directing uh-huh. planes in for a landing. That's correct. It's uh, 15, 20 years later and it's still the same thing. <laughs> we don't change. Never, ever. <laughs> Anyway, so we were talking about um, making some modifications around the home for, uh, you know, for an aging population. And, uh, you know, they 
they have specialists now who work um, at you know for the aging at home who will come in and evaluate your home um, and give you suggestions for what you should do. Um, but here are some basic ideas, and it's kind of we're going to group them into some into like some areas. So the first one is general home modifications to aid in mobility, right? Um, so you know, important. It, it is. And especially in places like bathrooms, right, where you might have a wet, slick surface. Mm -hmm. um, so it says you want to add handrails to stairs, hallways, bedrooms, and bathrooms. Um, and, you know, that makes sense to me, um, especially the bathrooms. I just feel like you can't ever have too much to hang on to in a bathroom. Sure. And um, hallways, mm -hmm. carpets, right. removing them, like move, movable carpets, Correct. I guess. Like, right, <laughs> like your, your area carpets. Yeah. Removing um, those because those are a, such tripping hazard. Yep. Making sure there's enough light in areas that might be a little darker so you can see what's going on. Um, they say instead of um, door knobs, do the ones with levers because it requires yep. less, um, you know, hand strength to to pop that door open. Um, open floor plans, replace hardwood um, with carpet so it's softer. I don't know about that, but... It's um, also harder to clean. That's correct. <laughs> to keep uh, clean, but you know, and then you can you can go um, if you if you have a home um, that has like all the bedrooms upstairs, you can do a stair a stair lift. Um, mm -hmm. You know, which will help you get from downstairs to upstairs. Because I feel like the num what is the number one scariest thing to think about is stairs. Absolutely. So, I mean, putting your you know all your weight on your you know going down. Yeah. Too going up and down. It's it is scary. Yeah. Um, in terms of the living room, you had said it before about um, about the carpets, you know, rearrange your furniture to create, you know, more open um, pathways, so to speak, mm -hmm. around declutter. Um, and you can install like some of those anti-slip mats underneath, like if you want to keep your your uh, your area cart rugs, put some of that non-slip stuff so it doesn't, you know, slide around. Uh, then we have the kitchen. Oh, yeah. The one that I really liked is the... Um the stove changing from a gas to an electric stove. Right. Because I know somebody that keeps leaving their stove top on. <laughs> Are you related to that person? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's more yeah. night. It's just, I know you, you as it's as, a nightmare, right? You, I'm sure you have many nightmares about that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, an open flame and no one attending to it. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> um, so it says uh, keep daily use items accessible, right? So, you know, if, if you know you're going to make coffee every day, um, some people like to put their appliances away after they use them. They like a clean countertop. So they're putting stuff up high, right? Maybe they're a baker and every time they want to bake, they have to get, you know, carry that super heavy uh, mixer out from the garage or from a, right? And they're Underneath bending or stepping up and... Um, anytime you can, you know, you don't want to pull, pull your back out or, and, and you certainly don't want to slip off of a step stool. So, yeah. um, try to keep the you, things that you're going to use most often on counter level. Um, yeah, I just actually, um, did this for my mother. We cleaned out her spice cabinet mm -hmm. and put all of the things that she uses daily on the first shelf so she could reach it because right. she couldn't really reach without getting onto a step stool. Right. And I don't want her trying to get on a step stool. Yeah. Uh, coffee pot, all of that stuff. It's been helpful to do that. Yep. Um, for the bathroom, um, add adhesive strips um, to the bottom of bath mats, again, to keep things from, from slipping around. Um, install a walk-in bathtub or shower, um, 
like a transfer bench they have. Have you ever seen anybody that has one of those walk-in bathtubs? The have one you ever... with like, that has like a door that opens yeah, and I just, closes? Do they have to get into the tub before they, they have to get into the tub before they fill it? Yes. And there's usually, and, and they, they have they... to empty it before they get out. Yes. That's cold. I feel like uh, one of the things that we loved most about my mom's new place was that in the master, there is a tub, but in the, in the um, second bathroom, it's a stall shower. So, so she can just get in and out if she, if, if she wants if to, happens. right. If she wants to, if she doesn't feel comfortable going over the edge, she has another shower there already. Um, and That's great. Yeah. I was really, I was super happy about that as well. Um, all right. The home's exterior. So it says create at least one no step entry into the home, right? So if you can um, find a way to do that, there's uh, you know again add that's exterior. challenging. There's going to be ramps and yeah, it, it handrails is. that yeah. Um, add exterior lighting again. Make sure things are well lit so you don't trip over something. You know whether it's a stick that fell from a tree or whatever. Um, handrails um, and security system. Security system. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we just, we actually got for my mother, the life alert. Ah, my mom told me in some not so pleasant words that there was no way that was happening. Okay. Well, my mother doesn't put it on, so it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We found, we, we found a compromise. She got an Apple watch. Okay. Um, so and, you know where and, she is all the time. Well, she, so she, mostly she walkie, like we enabled the walkie talkie feature. So if she ever fell oh. or something, she can walkie talkie to Mike who has a, a, an Apple watch. So I, as long as I just wanted to make sure we had a communication, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as I said, my mom is super capable and none of these things are things we're worried about right now. Um, but someday you may be. Yes. And well, and that's what we said. I said, mom, I said, you, you took, you know, you, you had these same things with grandma. She lived alone. Um, and. You did get her the life alert. How many times did she use it? She goes, many. I go, that's right. She used it many times. I go, and it's why I go, I don't think that this is, I'm not worried about you, but accidents happen. And I just want to make sure that a, a small accident doesn't become a calamity. Yeah. My my mother actually fell um, over the summer in her yard. Yep. She didn't have the life alert on. Right. She could have had it on. She just didn't put it on. So, yeah. and, and it only, that particular um, equipment only works within the compounds of her home. Right. And her yard, because it's based on the internet connection. Right. And the phone line. And, um, you know, you can't use it when you're, like, if she leaves the property, she can't use it. Right. But, you know, I like the idea of them having an Apple product because mm-hmm. you can always find them if it's attached to your account. Yeah, I don't think we've enabled that, but um, we have. But, but we can if we need to. We, we've done that, but a lot of times she forgets that too. But um, it, it's it, 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 there's a lot of things that you have to consider when, when they become that, that generation. Yeah. Um, All right. So speaking of generations, we've got a few minutes. We're going to switch now to protecting your home baby proofing style. Yeah. All right. So Mm -hmm. it's another time we have big modifications that we like to make around the home. Although when you're baby proofing, a lot of times it's temporary, um, temporary things that you're doing. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that the other day I was at my mother's house and, you know, she has still little grandchildren. Some of them are very young and I was plugging in a nightlight for her. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get the uh, nightlight into the plug. And I investigated and somebody, probably somebody very little, 
somehow put a screw into <gasps> the um, outlet. I don't know how they didn't get shocked. Maybe they did get shocked. I don't know. Wow. But I don't think it was a grown-up that did that. But no. um, there was a screw inside the the plug. My mother's like, just pull it out. I'm like, I'm not pulling it out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we have to shut the power off first. <laughs> Correct. So, but yeah, but, right. those plug things. For instance, right, the plug protectors are are so important because... They're I mean, down on that level. They're, they're right, and it, oh look, a hole. Let's see what we can put in there. Right, my son put a tweezer in, in gotta, one of them one time. Got to think, like but it a, was in it was in the bathroom, so the GC GFCI tripped, and yep. he didn't get shocked. But he could have, you know, if it was a different plug, he may have gotten shocked. Right, exactly. So some of the suggestions, um, and this, we're going to talk about infants first. Um, make sure your baby monitors and cords are at least three feet away from the crib so that a, an arm can't reach out and pull a cord into the bed. Uh, keep the pillows out, stuff, blank, blankets, stuffed animals, because they're always worried about SIDS. Um, use or make sure the changing and bath areas are secure to prevent slips and tumbles. Uh, sounds familiar. Um, and then it says pull the crib a little bit away from windows or heats or lamps you know, things like that. Um, I mean, little ones can get themselves in quite into, you know, as soon as they start to lift themselves up in cribs and stuff, they can do, right? you know, they can certainly get themselves into a lot of trouble. That's correct. And kids are, um, they, they want to investigate everything, right? They want to explore. And that's, that's a good thing. That is a good thing, but we got to be prepared for it. So the next one, which I think is the way bigger one, is preparing your home for a crawling baby. Because once they're mobile, it's a whole new world. <laughs> So yeah, get the gates right, baby gates. Mm -hmm. It's it's like it is sometimes like corralling an animal into a into a space, <laughs> right? Um, so co and again, cover the electrical outlets. That's huge, right? Remove the air fresheners, remove the night lights, anything that's easy to pull out that then allows someone to put something in. Anything breakable. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Like it's not the time. I, I know we got rid of all of our tablecloths during that time because the kids would. Pull, use that to like pull up to stand and the tablecloth and anything on the table would just bloop, 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 right down. I, I know you're looking at the list and this is probably on there, but any of those corners, you know, yes. countertop corners, mm -hmm. glass um, table corners. And at my mother's house, she has a, a raised uh, fireplace hearth with, with oh, yeah. that, that. That's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. So we don't have that much time left, Christine. I know. I this goes by it. so fast every week. I know it does. But, you know, the joy is there's always next week. <laughs> I think you're, you'll be on next week with, with uh, Marsha. I believe I'm not, so. I don't think I am. Yep. So I will be here next week. And um, it's Yom Kippur today, too. Let's make that. Uh, I don't know if anyone's listening, that, but happy Yom Kippur. I don't know if it's a happy, it's, it's, it's happy, a, day it's a solemn right? day, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's so, right. It is. But All right. Acknowledge that. Okay. See everyone next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.